John Harding, thank you very much for, for doing this and being with, here with me today. Um, I wonder if we kick off with a, with a bit of an introduction of yourself, your role and, and what you do. Well, thank you, Adam. And yeah, it's good, good to be here and, and talk to you. Um, so uh, my role is General Manager of Solution Delivery uh, at Conoco Australia. Uh, and, and that role encompasses our uh, solution delivery team across a broad range of solutions, including uh, print management and uh, the analyst and the design and build um, to our customers, I guess, broadly in the Australia and New Zealand region. Um, and a little bit more, look, I've been in and around the print management industry for probably approximately 20 years and seen a lot of changes from um almost all the way back to people having coin boxes sitting on the side of MFDs and printers all the way through to, um, you know, the, the migration of print servers and, and actual follow me print and the, the great uses of that um, and the security nature and the, the environmental, fa environmental factors to that um, all the way through to what we're seeing today in the migration away from um, on-prem into the cloud and, and the needs of the customers changing over that time. So, so I wonder then if we if we kick off right there with the needs of customers changing over time. Um, where, where do you think we were, and where do you think we're going to now in terms of the, the changing requirements you're seeing from customers? So, I guess there was a position there where um, you know maybe, and I'll get the timings wrong because COVID obviously skews everyone's timings these days. But even if you went ten years ago, um, and maybe a little bit further back, we there was the the push to follow me print or print anywhere or whatever you want to, to kind of secure release, which before you would walk into the smallest, you know, kind of commercial agent all the way up to an enterprise and see cookbooks sitting on the side of printers and things like that, where people were obviously printing a large amounts of information uh, and paper and the costs associated with that. Um, and that was uh, the first requirement that I saw in that space was to be able to track that, you know, Previously to that, you didn't see that in price. You might have sort of seen it in um, education or um, public library kind of space in, in a paper mm -hmm. print environment. But it really came into the forefront, not only for, I guess, uh, that point of trying to track costs and, and minimize what costs were about print and, you know, obviously the, the rising costs of uh, click rates in the industry as well. Um, but then also the security nature of it. There was a lot of people that obviously at that time in and around and probably in you know, the last 10 years that had security leaks that were physical documents, things that are left on the output trays of printers and people pick it up, simple as you know, seeing someone else's salary or something like that, which has obviously been one of those critical features that, that turned a lot of people into a print management or a follow me print solution. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I guess probably the evolution of that is that you see that um, – that was a on-prem or a data center solution and, and probably went through that nature of people having physical servers and then to virtualization and then from virtualization in their own environment into data centers and then into the cloud. And then the modernization, I would say, of that technology in from a, you know, a putting a VM in a cloud alongside, you know, a file server and the modern nature of what your Active Directory might look like today or your Exchange server might look like in the cloud today. And Again, you know, what your print server may look like today or into the future. And, and so you're seeing customers then, they've done this with pretty much their other applications, right? They've been through and they've taken the file server away. They've, they're moving those applications to the cloud or have done over the last 10 years. And now you're seeing customers doing the same with print or approaching it the same way. Or how, how do you see that playing in? 
I think that in an ideal world, they would just see it as what they've seen is a file server. Right? I think traditionally they would, you know, again, very kind of stereotypical. You would have had a, an AD server if you were a Microsoft house. You would have had an, and maybe that was an Exchange server as well, and you would have um, a file server. They, you know, depending on how you broadly, you know, decide your organization, they could have been one, they could have been three. You could have scaled them out. Um, customers obviously have seen the rise of as a service for those sort of things, and they've been able to move away um, from the cost of uplift, manage, patching, all of those things from as a service for OneDrive or you know the G Suite products, um, and then the same thing with regards to email, right? So very few people with that. But print has always been a challenge because you've got a nature of it's uh, you know it's got so many different vendors different printing, it's almost, you know, people might see it as a bit of a black art. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, so they're definitely looking at that. And I would say that there's been a lot of drive with regards to that from our customers, but there's also a lot of education that we've had to facilitate because, um, yeah, I don't want to go back to that black art, but there's some challenges with regards to things like uh, people pay a lot of money for finishing or printing or expected, or they've got workflows that, um, require certain output trays of printers and you know a, a lot of people would love it just to be like you do an email you just hit email and send and it goes out the door or i just store mm. something in, in a document repository or something like that but print seems to have this nature to it where people want to get the most out of their device um there's always seems to be these edge cases which challenge customers about how they deliver that as a service to their end users and you you characterized 10 years ago, print management, people approaching it from both the cost control in terms of user printing and security. Do you think that that now with the rise of a sort of as a service model, when you started talking about the cost there, it was more about the cost of maintenance, the cost of upkeep and less about the cost of user printing. Do you see that that's changed or is that still a factor? I think it's the insight, right? I think, you you, you know, you, you touched on it with regards to has it changed with their end user print and the, you know being able to know what people are print but you know from our perspective what we're seeing is people are uh looking for more insight into the data so they would again fleet optimization print optimization um and it's probably when i say insight it's like why am i printing right i know this is probably if i go off on a bit of a tangent here right it's like we've always talked about this paperless office right and so there's a conversation where we're starting to see where customers are talking about, well, well, we're trying to lead them even with why you're still printing that. Or at the end of the month, why are we seeing a spike uh, you know, in printing? Mm. And that's, you know, you're getting that from the print management solution, right? Because you're able to see what's printed, who's printing, what's the trending, and not only fleet optimization, but why you're printing. Um, because that has a cost implication, but it also has a you know, as we had hybrid workforce, are you printing out something that you're going to walk around the office to get a digital, you know, a signature on it, which could have been digital, or are you printing something that you're going to scan back in, in some other approval workflow? So things like that. And I guess without having that insight, you never know what someone's printing, how they're printing, how they're using that document. Um, and it folds into the security kind of conversation as well. Why, if I physically print something, I've lost all control. Right, I don't. That's not to be sensationalised, but essentially, if I print something and it's a confidential document, 
it's as it's as good as whatever that person's going to control it and whether or not they're going to securely dispose of it. Whereas if I have it in a digital world, you can put controls around it. Whether or not people do is another question, right? Uh-huh. And so you sort of, you're seeing customers approaching the kind of modernization of print then already armed with the data around what people are printing, you think, or, or you're saying they, they're actually looking for that level of information still inside the solutions? I think they are still looking for that. I think that's critical, right? I guess from our perspective, it's, um, you probably have two kind of stakeholders with inside an organization. Uh, one, which is potentially someone that's looking to do uh, a time in motion about what it costs them to have infrastructure and managing a fleet and everything like that in terms of the actual physical technology stack. And then you've got another stakeholder, potentially a different person or the same person, which is um, about why am I printing? What am I printing? Um, and then, you know, again, a lot of what we're looking at now is it's not just about print, right? You want a print management solution that can facilitate your onboarding of a digital into, you know, taking a, a paper resource that you might get from an external company and putting it digital. So that's almost as critical as being able to facilitate, um, you know, follow me print secure. It's about getting something digitized, which is important because, you know, again, we talked about it. Customers want that digital repository. So they need that, mm. that artifact, that piece of paper, I want to put a digital now because a lot of the time where the endpoint you're using is a multifunction device. So you want to facilitate the scan engine as well. So, so do you think customers' requirements have changed in that respect or is the endpoints that they're scanning to maybe are changing? Because the scanning, I think the scanning conversation has been around for a while, right? Around taking paper, but making it digital, pushing it into a process. It has. Um, I don't think the adoption has been there, right, from what I've seen. I, I would say that, yes, people anecdotally, you know, again, if, if I was to walk through that specifically, it's like, okay, well, you know, a lot of people have had a, uh, a file server, right? So they've scanned things into a file server, but that's all they've done. So yeah. it's like, you know, it's only, there's no data retention. That, as I say, that's when I kind of go back to that security, right? If you drop everything into a big bucket, how useful is it than having it in thousands of, you know, filing cabinets or compactors or something like that? If you don't have the ability to actually leverage wherever you're pushing it into, um, you know, in a way that's, you know, tagging, metadata, um, you know, again, searchable, all those kind of things, it's kind of like, well, you've, you've just moved the problem. You moved it from a physical store into a digital store. So, well, I, I you know, I say that scanning's been around a long time, how people have actually moved it. And being intelligent about it, I think, is still, there's a lot of work to be done there still. And so you think the, the sort of latest iteration of buyers coming and approaching these problems, maybe along the second, third, fourth, even MPS contract, they're looking at this stuff and saying, we've done some of this in the past, or we've, we've come in and rationalized their infrastructure, but actually now's the time to take the step forward and do, do more with the infrastructure, do more with the security, and actually get the digitization piece right too. Yeah, I think you're right. I think there's a lot there where they've they've been through a few iterations, right? And they've like ticked the box of, you know, um, am I being green because I'm saving some trees because I haven't, you know, printed out X amount of paper. Um, I've ticked the box because I can now scan into an endpoint. Um, I'm no longer leaving 
financial records on a piece, you know, on, on an output tray. So I'm, I'm doing that sort of things or patient records or whatever they might be. And I'm also, you know, the security nature of I'm not printing stuff that I don't need to print. Right. So I think they've, they've ticked all those. It, you know, again, traditionally you probably would have said that's advanced kind of insight or metrics in there. There's definitely the, the people that are getting smarter about it are looking at what's optimization. What does it look like? Are we right sizing? Um, and then it's the next step. What am I actually doing? You know, how am I doing it? And then conversely or, or additively, actually, it's like, well, what's our infrastructure, right? If you think about where that was, you would have seen people would have had big print servers and lots of print queues and things like that. The rationalization and the improvement of the software has been able to hopefully reduce that. And then a lot of, I guess, from the tech stack, people are looking at, well, how do I modernize that architecture and put it into a, a hybrid or a cloud environment so that I'm not... Um, I guess just lifting and shifting, right? I guess the education piece is what we're also saying is we see a lot of customers that look to, they want to move to the cloud. Uh, and the, the education piece there is to say, well, you've got to be smart, right? With, you know, our positioning is there's no use in you kind of lifting and shifting your infrastructure into the cloud. Because um, if you do that, it's going to be more expensive. Cloud is, you know, it's, it's inherently more expensive because of the flexibility. So... Yeah. If the customer thinks that they're going to get it cheaper by putting in the cloud, potentially it is, but you've got to be smart. You can't, you know, again, does it need to be on 24 by 7? Do you need the same amount of servers? Can you talk to, you know, the people that are delivering it about delivering a better architecture? Is there, you know, a solution that is modern that allows you not to have to have an OS license, for example? Those sort of things. And so do you feel as an industry that that, that education something, it sounds like you're taking through with your customers, but as an industry, those things are not yet commonplace. That's still a sort of challenge for us across the board, building the level of understanding. I would say that there's, there's a challenge with like anything where um, things are too good to be true. Adam, I don't mean to be facetious about it, right? But, mm. you know, again, I, I can probably write a sales pitch as well as, someone else about how you could go cloud. And if I put it into perspective, right? So if I was to talk about um, you know, the, the Microsoft Cloud Print, uh, universal print solution, right? So that that almost taglines straight into something like OneDrive, but it doesn't necessarily meet the requirements for most people, right? Because it kind of goes back to um, you've got a print queue that you're printing directly to a printer with limited you know, secure release functionality. Um, and the price point around it is based on, you know, how many pieces of paper or how many jobs you go through the, through the actual service, right? So while at a high level, it seems like a great idea, um, when you actually get to it and you do the testing and then you do the ROI around it, it may not be great, right? So there's an education thing there, which you, again, from a, from a sales perspective, things can sound great, but you've actually, you know, from my position, we're delivering and we're trying to provide the best solution to a customer. So in that, it's kind of also talking them through and educating them, okay, well, what's the right fit for you? So universal print might work for one customer because of the way that they want to deliver print queues to an end user, right, for example. Um, a full cloud-hosted solution might work for someone else because they've got really good bandwidth um, and, um, you know, the end user's, you know, they fit with inside X or Y use cases. Um on-prem may still make sense because of, you know, maybe data 
um, integrity or, or, or security um, or a hybrid of the two because you've got sites, like I guess probably from our region, you know, when we start going into more remote regional sites, the, the connectivity for some of, you know, some sites certainly isn't what you would say in Metro. So, you know, pushing a, a print job or even metadata up and down a pipe just isn't feasible for some customers. And that goes, you know, just kind of send that back to universal print, right? That's, that technology is about putting a print job all the way up and back down. And so while it might seem like a great idea, in practice, it might not be great for everyone. So, so would you say that there are sort of industries where you could say, okay, these industries, they're ripe for adoption. These guys need to go and look at the cloud, work out how they can kind of move cautiously into this cloud future because there probably is an opportunity for them to have a, a stronger infrastructure, a better delivery versus other industries you'd say, you just don't think the technology is there or you think the specifics of their business means it, it doesn't fit. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I think that, that, um, depending on, you know, where the customer is and, you know, the, even the scale, there is definitely stuff there where you would, it would make a lot of sense that, uh, if you, you know, again, from our experience, if you, if you had a small, a small medium business that had a third party MSP that had to manage a print server with an operating system, there's a lot of moving parts that that print server versus putting something in a cloud that is a as a service model yeah. doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense, right? Because the, and again, you know, no disrespect to any of the MSPs that we work with, they're even that smaller space. But print server is not their business model, right? They don't want they don't want a customer having a print server because it's you know not in their pattern or their shape, right? And it's a it's a twenty year old piece of technology that they're having to manage, right? It's not really built for. It, it, no. it's kind of the your mess for less thing, right? They they can do it for you, but it's not really the optimal. No, and, and you know, they know that um, to meet the SLAs that they're going to have to manage the OS, they're going to have to patch it, they're going to have to make sure it's got endpoint security, they're going to make, you know, the, all of those things to, you know, in an MSP or, a, you know, MSP land, they're going to have to facilitate, right? So um, that doesn't make a lot of sense to, you know, that kind of size customer. Now, and then even at the top end, if it's a, you know, kind of a, a metro-based environment, a lot of those customers we've seen have made significant inroads into looking at cloud, right? So it's about, again, that's the educate, well, more, probably more of an architecture and education piece with that that side of the organization, or those size organizations. It's okay, well, how can we leverage what you've already implemented to find best practices around that? Because... A lot of the time we've seen enterprise has already made some sort of shift. As I said, uh, if we went, even if we went back six years ago, you would probably be having challenges with enterprises about going to um, Office 365, right? About email and, and taking off-prem and the security nature of that. Whereas you'd be hard-pressed to find a customer that had an on-prem uh, exchange server that didn't, you know, they might have it, but they've got a plan to move, right? So that you know, if I went back that far, there was an education piece, which is, well, if you're, if you're going to move your email into the cloud, what, where's your security risk about print? You've already, you know, you're probably printing emails 90% of the time a lot of customers anyway, right? So. And so you're, in a way, you need to describe a future with those customers where they've, they've moved to the cloud with a number of applications. And that, in some instances, is going to make your life easier. So they've got a cloud authentication service, for example, 
maybe you can plug straight in, but you kind of need to know where they are on that journey before you start designing and thinking of solutions, right? Yeah, because again, right? So we could turn around and we could deliver as a service. We could deliver. So we deliver a model um, ourselves where we could help them spin up something in the environment and we could manage it as a um, MSP, CSP because of our, uh, our knowledge, our SME, right? So we provide that. And we've seen that value to some customers because they already have that. They see it on their roadmap. They just want it inside their environment and we provide it as a um, subject matter expert. A, a sort of single tenant model where you deploy on-prem technology to all intents and purposes, but you manage it in the cloud for them. And that's yeah, because somewhere in that transition of all in on cloud, but not quite ready yet. Yeah, and, it, and it, that tends to kind of feed out from... Um, use cases or, you know, what their requirements are. And they're not quite yet there to have a, uh, you know, move their business to whatever it might be, right, and have those conversations. So, it, again, it's how I see the cloud conversations. It's about flexibility. You want to talk to the customer, but it gives them flexibility to be able to make a decision of, you know, where in their their roadmap and technology broadly about facilitating, you know, moving print, moving print from, uh, you know, a Windows NT box, whatever it was 20 years ago, which was their print server, um, into something that is, you know, a modern, um, you know, I guess, containerized solution in the future as a service. Whether or not they know it is or it's just consumed as a service, mm -hmm. that's, again, ideally where we would see a lot of this going, right? It's it's consumed as a service like uh, M365, whatever services, and it's, you know, they they... Um, their end users, it's still file print, right? You know, our view on that is probably that people, if they want to print, they want to make it. end users experiences just, I want to be able to hit file print. If they need functionality, they have the functionality at their fingertips. Otherwise, they can just do that. Um, and then they're not impacted by the technology stack underneath it, right? So you're not impacted by um, whether or not... Uh, you know, the customer has security challenges and we've got, we need to worry about zero trust. We're not worried about, you know, bandwidth and, you know, again, that the challenge with printing, I've got a PDF that's come from a marketing department. That's not, that's not compressed. And, um, you know, it's 200 meg. And then when you know print driver spools it out, it ends up being 500 meg or something, you know, that where it's got to go up and come back down. They don't want to, end user doesn't want to be impacted by that. And a cut and a technology, you know, stakeholder inside an organization doesn't want that service call. They don't want, you know, where's my print job? That's kind of a customer saying to you, deliver us the outcome, right? Deliver the outcome to my end users. The printer's got to work. I don't care about any of the permutations. It's just got to be a same service as before from an end user perspective, because actually yeah. it's not a technology. Anyone's going to invest time in learning a new, a new interface, a new program, a new way of doing things. No, and exactly right. And they just want outcome. And that, that is outcome of, you know, print without, you know, again, being um, challenges of security, right? Don't want to have just a free-for-all with regards to that. Um, they also, again, from a technology point of view, they don't want an, an open solution that has holes all the way through it. You know, there, there's a critical part of that with regards to customers these days. You know, the supply chain is uh, intrinsically is secure as well. Um and then obviously the point of, you know, if it's into a multifunction device, it's like, I want to be able to get my 
get the value out of being able to take it by a piece of paper, how do I get it back out into a digital form? You you mentioned before the bandwidth piece, and then at the same time there, you just dropped in zero trust. And I wonder mm-hmm. if you might dive into some of that security model stuff, because I think I have a cursory understanding of it, but it's, it's useful to be able to get someone to replay it just in a different set of words around what customers are challenging to you as you look at, okay, this is going to be a cloud migration. We're going to update and modernize your print infrastructure. How do the security requirements manifest? Well, so they probably manifest depending on, again, what the um, the posture of the customer is, right? And a lot of that, again, if I go back to that MSP model, so challenges that the customer has to um, deliver a solution and an outcome to a customer or an end user, I should say, rather than a customer. And zero trust is one of those things, which is, okay, well, I don't need to have to worry about um, if I don't have cloud, if I don't have a tenancy, I don't have an agreement with a Microsoft or a Google or an AWS, um, I would instead just have a SaaS offering, which could, my printer could talk over the internet and be able to facilitate, you know, the, the expected outcome from the end user. So the end user gets a print queue deployed to them by whatever means that the uh, security team and the, the desktop team see appropriate. They hit file print and, uh, you know, probably the worst case scenario, customer spins up a new office, um, you know, in Australia, it takes X or Y for MBN to be connected. Instead of that, they've just got, you know, a hotspot or something like that. Really worst mm-hmm. case scenario, plug the printer in and the printer just connects across the internet and they can get their print jobs and they can start doing business critical function, right? Again, that's probably worst case, but even if you think about, how traditionally you would have gone about that. Someone needed to stand up potentially a server in a data center, stand up a server in the cloud, and then they had to work about how do I route traffic backwards and forwards? What are the ports? What are the security holes? What am I willing to expand out from my on-prem network and potentially provide to a public cloud um, supplier and the holes associated with that? What do they look like externally? So if I've got a public facing IP address, do I want to be able to expose a port that is maybe deemed, you know, probably not that secure, right? So all of those things, when you talk about a zero trust, it's like, well, the device is going to go and talk over the internet and we're going to work to make sure that the customer understands this is what's open and it's only the bare minimum. So they can obviously do the authentication piece and print. Turning back to the the bandwidth of the data is about you know, kind of the infrastructure and the conversation about where does the print job travel? Can you keep it local rather than pushing it down a pipe where again, um, you know, the bandwidth of the, the the internet pipe that goes out to a public cloud or to a Microsoft or whoever it might be could already be carrying things that come up to OneDrive, could already be carrying email, business critical functions, could ERP, CRMs, whatever they might be, whatever you know, business the customer is actually involved in. We don't want to be throwing you know, print jobs up that pipe if we don't need to. Uh-huh. And that is some of that comes now. Ultimately, the print job's going to be released on the printer that's right next to your PC, right? Yeah, and, and from probably when you... you even in a layman's terms, right? If I was to put that in, it's like, well, saying if you tried to convince a person that to print a job, I have to send it up somewhere out of our out of our environment and then back down to that printer that's three steps away from me. 
probably pretty challenging to explain that to them, right? Logically, it's it just feels <clears throat> crazy. And, and so yeah. as part of the design, you guys will actually need to work through with customers those options as to where's the data traveling? If it is traveling, what level of encryption's on that or what level of security is is really delivered on the on the data? So the customers are then, they can make an informed decision around their risk profile, I guess, and they can make a decision about whether they can control like that, the example of the new office they've just stood up. Can they can they take a time time of delivery versus the security profile that would be delivered? Yeah, and, and that's part of that education piece, I guess, mm -hmm. as well, which is but it, it's also yeah, it's it's informing and understanding, right? And talking to the customer. And a lot of the times that could be a very, very quick kind of conversation. It's not, you know, in depth because it's you can walk in or you can talk to a customer and you can understand what their, you know, what the size of the organization is, what the geographical locations, um, you know, where they are on their roadmap. It can be quite a quick kind of conversation to facilitate that, but it's worth having that conversation because otherwise um, you, you could find that uncover something that's going to give them the best outcome. And that could be that you could land on a hybrid, you know, there's some sort of small edge device you know, that's connected to to the cloud infrastructure. So it's lower cost, lower impact, but it's going to give them something that they need in case of an internet outage or something like that, that they can see that makes sense for them. Because again, their end user isn't going to be impacted by something else inside their organization. Um, and, and that's kind of digging into that piece. And how do you think all of this plays out for the sales teams responsible for selling print? So typically those guys are managing a number of customers, a number of contracts, an awful lot of commercial complexity. And then they get these solutions options where it's like, we're really stepping into a new world and they're, they're needing to understand a level of depth of print solutions way beyond probably they've needed to. In the, in, when, it, when everything was on-prem, there was an awful lot of assumptions you could make about the customer infrastructure. Whereas now mm -hmm. it's sort of needing to become so the, the sales teams are needing to guide customers through infrastructure conversations into the hands of delivery experts who can actually do the stuff. How do you see the the readiness of the industry for that shift? And and what do you see the challenge for? So again, we, we try and educate our team to know what to look for, right? So in the questions to ask the customer. And then again, it's it's we don't want to have a you know, get five parties involved in a in a discussion if we don't need to. But I guess I would also say, and that's part of the, I guess, the evolution of, of these solutions and print management is hopefully we'll get to a point where we go back the other way, which is it's as a SaaS offering and they don't need to worry about that. They just need to make sure that, um, you know, they ask the question about what's the connectivity like for the customer uh, and, tee them up about if there's any edge cases, whatever they might look like, feed them some of that. And then it will be like, because it's zero trust and because it's managed by, um, you know, as a service, you don't have that friction of having to go to an MSP and asking for a server to be stood up. You don't have to ask them about what does the, how do you, you know, do NATs or what does the public IP look like or anything like that. It, you can actually, the SaaS model makes it simpler for them. Once we, you know, again, as we kind of get to that, but there is a piece there, which is again, educating so that they can understand where there might be challenges. Whereas in the past, you know, there was, there was a point of, well, you're right. It's, you can make assumptions about what the infrastructure looked like from a customer's perspective, 
uh, but the time to delivery was challenging, right? Mm -hmm. Because you could go, uh, of course you've got servers or something like that, but then you had to go through the point of how long does it take for them to stand up the server, get it ready, all of those things. And from a sales perspective, you talked about the commercial model, right? The customer then suddenly goes, oh, hang on, how much is the new print server going to cost me, right? And there's all of these other costs where if I go back to that, you know, if you've got, you know, the small or medium business, where's the ROI on the print management? How am I going to realize the cost of that? And if I can provide it as a SaaS and I don't have that pain, then that friction or that challenge from a customer's perspective, it's like, okay, I, I can tick that and I can get all of the features and functionality that I want out of that, the security benefits, the user experience benefits, all of those things without any of that friction about having how long it can take to deliver, how long is those conversation, right? You know, all of those things that could potentially play into how how challenging it is for a sales team to actually get them to um, facilitate the sale. And so as these cloud solutions mature and this kind of this wave of change in our industry, as this stuff evolves, you're kind of describing where the time to deliver time to delivery is going to go way down for the customer. So they'll be able to implement projects and make changes far quicker. Mm. We're going to get to the point where the the cost, even if the cost doesn't necessarily go down, the cost becomes far more predictable from something they're far more in control of, right? Because it's a, a per unit calculation instead of stand up a print server and I'm not quite sure how many devices are attached to it and I'm not quite sure how... So it's it's kind of a, a much more complex complex challenge for them to understand the real cost of their printing. So I don't think many customers today would know their total cost, right? Mm -hmm. Because there would be, okay, well, what's my FTE of managing an environment, right? What's you know what's the power consumption? You know any of those things that potentially they wouldn't know. They would know what their hard costs. How much am I paying to the providers? You know how much is my licensing? How much does it cost me for? owner or ink or paper or whatever it might be, they might know those hard costs, but they won't know potentially what it costs for them to manage and maintain. And, you know, again, into the future, what you're hoping is that you're going to reduce any of those soft costs, right? You, you standardize them and then you continue to work with, you know, our view is to continue to work with customers about how do you align and partnership more with them about providing those insights so they can see you know, how many what's the cost of, you know, support tickets or something like that? Because that's where it's going to end up because you're going to say, well, what's their end user impact? Because everything else is fixed. What's their end user impact and how can we improve that along the way? How do you think support changes? It's an interesting one I haven't touched on so far, but how do you think support changes as we move to the cloud this as a service models? Do you think it, it um, it's a different outcome for the customer or? Look, hopefully it's, it, it gets to a point where it's, um, you know, your ideal is that it's essentially self-serve, right? So it's like what you're doing today with thinking uh, as people are more technology literate, they're able to self-serve around facilitating things like Microsoft 365 or everything like that. Any of those challenges, you're hoping that the solutions you're delivering provide that insight to not only a, or, or a persona of a, a stakeholder, um, it's a persona of that end user. So what functionality do they need that they can access themselves? Because, you know, again, I, I would hope that anything that we're delivering to customers, there's a level of um, accessibility that the end user can do their business critical role without having to interact with 
uh, a person. Now that might seem seem callous, but you're always at the determination of if I log a ticket, someone has to come back. I have to do that X Y. If I can facilitate that myself with hybrid working at home at nine o'clock at night, I, I get on and do. I want to Google it and fix it myself, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and standardization, right? across that and a SaaS platform allows that, you know, whether or not it's explicit, it's actually implicit that, you know, that standardization will come because you'll have, you know, the, the best of breed will be able to give that functionality to end users. The other thing is insight, right? I kind of roll back to that. If you're not having to worry about my tickets are because, or, or my incense are because managing and maintaining a server, you can start looking at what's my insight and what are the end users are actually asking and what are the challenges they have. So, you know, again, how, how do you make the end user experience cleaner, crisper, you know, least impact to them? I, again, I go back to uh, the model of, I just want to hit file print mm -hmm. right? and I want to get my print job out. And then if I go to the device, I just want to be able to, how easily can I, you know, identify myself on the device, do whatever I need to do on the device as an output input device, and then go back to whatever my, my actual meaningful business critical work is. Yeah, but it might, it might go off again on a bit of a tangent, but again, my view on your interaction with an end device, so a printer or an MFD, you want to be in and out as quickly as possible for an end user. You don't want to be standing. It's not like it's an iPad or it's a tablet or, or it's an MFD. These devices are they have user experience and, and they can be good, but they're not designed for someone to sit at for long periods of time and interact. It's, you know, they provide a function they, and that's where, you know, kind of our role is to, I guess, make that maximum effort of what you're doing at that device for minimal amount of time. Yeah. 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 I feel like we've touched on an awful lot here and I'm, I'm wondering about the the way you see the, the challenges for the products in the market today in terms of maturity, what do you think is still missing? How long do you think on-prem sticks around? Like is on-prem like thing that's moving, we're moving fast away from, or is that going to be a long, long tail? Um, and the challenges that the products have in sort of meeting all of the requirements of customers in the cloud. I don't think it'll have a long tail. I think, um, You've seen, uh, look, it's a cliche, COVID has probably accelerated a lot of that because of uh, people haven't been in offices. So they've been able to facilitate their work in different ways. And that has meant that, you know, the, the products have had to evolve with that. Um, it's also had to challenge organizations about their, you know, what's, what's data security to them. And I'm not saying that means that there's um, less security. I'd say it's probably the other way. Right, it says more security, but your process and controls around that are more hardened that you are adapting with technology. Whereas before, I would say that um, the security was lagging behind technology. Right, that we were seeing that you know again you you would be reactive and there'd be less people looking at the you know the impact of cybersecurity. Now it's full front, um, and that if you people have that in front of mind, cloud or on-prem technology, uh, so on-prem is going to be less and less because you can facilitate the advantages, uh, the scale of economy, the flexibility, the tech, like the tech stack that you can deliver in a cloud environment, 
they're all going to be coming front of mind and as a service, right? So you can move away from um, you know, infrastructure that you have to spend money on, which is a CapEx, right, into something that's operational that's, you know, as you talked about, you know what the costs are going to be um, and you can deliver that, that, I guess, insight into customers as well. I think it's, it's quite an exciting time for the industry, this sort of wave of technology changing and innovation. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's nice to get into some of the details that you're that you're presenting there. Um, I wonder if I if I close you here with some reflections around the tagline that I that I told you we were going to introduce as Ysoft. We're going to be talking about no print management, and I'm interested to to hear what you think. What, what does that mean to you? What do you think that will mean to your customers? Well, I, I hope it means no. What we talk about: no servers, no print management, no lift of an IT expensive resource to have to manage. You know, again, I, I'm probably a bit uh, sensationalized, but it feels like the last bastion of on on-prem servers, right? It seems like the last thing that people have tackled because they've been able to tackle email, file servers whatever it might be. And I know there's probably a lot of business critical solutions that still require on-prem servers, but that print server, you know, has evolved from a server with hundreds, potentially queues on it to single queues for following print to now no print management means that I don't need to have that anymore. And I can deliver, I can have it delivered to me as an outcome, as a service from a provider like Ysoft. That's great. I I hope that we can uh, we can continue to execute on that and deliver exactly as you're describing for those outcomes to the customers. Good luck. Well done. Thank you very much for your for your time today. That was great. No worries.